Did you know that it's possible to raise your littles to want to listen to you without the use of consequences, rewards, and bribes? Hi, I'm Kaylee Zeyer, and this is the Chaos to Connected podcast, where we discuss simple yet effective parenting strategies to manage those pesky behaviors we go to bed at night hoping will be gone tomorrow. We're going to stand up to societal norms of disconnection, shaming, and punishments so we can take a deeper look into our child's heart. It's there you'll find connection, and there where you'll find more peace, obedience, respect, and joy. So what are you waiting for? We know those behaviors aren't going to go away on their own. Let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome to the Chaos to Connected podcast. I am just trying to maintain my focus right now because technology is just really getting to me these last few days like you know when you are doing podcasts when you are like doing your own business there's not somebody like doing all that stuff you know you have to do it until you can pay somebody else to do it and I literally started recording this two different times and the program just like closed out (laughs) and you know like sometimes I'm like, yeah, this is going well. This is sounds so good. And and then it's just like poof, gone. <laughs> so anyways, just got to laugh it off and roll with it, right? Um today I just want to give you something to think about as you head into the weekend or maybe you're listening to this, you know, at the start of the week or or whenever you're listening to it, just something to consider and be reflecting on and see if it is something that you're pleased with and if not give you the opportunity to take some time to figure out what maybe needs to shift a little bit and the thing that I've really been pondering and thinking about you know these last couple days is that your child is a mirror to you and are you happy with or do you like the reflection now I'm you know, not talking physically, although that might be true for you, but I am specifically speaking about your reactions when you become dysregulated or angry or frustrated or triggered. And now I'm assuming when I say triggered that you know what I mean, but in case you don't, it is those instances where you feel like things are going along just fine. And then suddenly your child is doing something and it just gets on your last nerve like immediately sends you into this like why (laughs) why do you need to be doing that this big frustration and you might just have these automatic responses that later you're thinking okay I didn't handle that the best I don't want to handle it that way next time but next time you do handle it the same way and it's because you are triggered you've been patterned to react that way but This is not about our triggers, although if you want some more information about that, you can look through. There's definitely episodes on managing your triggers, but today I want to talk more about the kids' side of it and what we are modeling for our kids when we are triggered, when we are reacting to something, because the phrase often comes to mind, do as I say, not as I do, and I don't know how much that's used these days, but I can think back to, you know, seeing it on a lot of shows and stuff as a kid 
And that just doesn't work. I think we really want it to. And we maybe don't say this phrase, but I think we naturally tend to lean into it. You know, like you really want your child to be patient or to be kind in a certain way or act a certain way with their siblings or say things in a really self-controlled way. But are you doing that? Because our kids learn most and best from modeling. So whatever you are doing when you're triggered, when you're frustrated, is what your kids will do when they become triggered or when they're frustrated. Because as they're on this journey to learning how to regulate themselves, the first step, maybe unfortunately, if you have more struggles with managing your own calm, is co-regulating with you, which means they're using you to begin that step, to begin that process of learning what to do when they have these stronger emotions. So some examples might be like you get triggered and you yell, or maybe you get triggered and you tend to be more of a like physical type of person where you're not like hurting your child, but you maybe use a little bit more force to move them or remove them from a situation than is necessary or you hold them a little tighter than needed. Again, not hurting them, but you can just recognize like your muscles are more tense than they need to be. You're using more strength than needed because obviously your child, well, not obviously, depending on how old your child is, could be smaller than you. Um, Maybe you just jump to threatening to take all the things away, you know, like you don't do this I'm gonna throw your toys away or you know you're not gonna have this privilege or whatever it is just a few examples obviously there's so many more but what I want to encourage you to do is think back to the last time that you were really frustrated or you felt triggered by your child and if you can't then I want you to kind of prepare yourself in advance for the next time this happens because obviously (laughs) kids have feelings and emotions and behaviors all the time so you will you will get to reflect on this at some point if you can't think back but what was your natural response are you a yeller are you a like threatening are you trying to bribe what do you naturally go to and then I want you to think about an instance when your child became dysregulated and not dysregulated because well it could be because of you it could be because you said no to something Um, but maybe more like a conflict with a sibling or something is really challenging and they're getting frustrated. What is it that your child did? Our kids pick up on our habits again, because it's the first way that they're learning to regulate. So you might be thinking here like, yikes, (laughs) but what I want to share here is that it's never too late to change the patterning the patterning that you have and maybe the patterning that you've started to pass on to your child, but it does take intention and it is going to take time, you know? So maybe you feel like you're really calm, cool, and collected, which if you never get triggered and you never lose your cool, all the power to you, but I don't think anybody can say that. I know all this stuff and I still have days where I'm like, okay, I know I shouldn't be doing this. Um, But it's going to take time also for your child to learn. So say you are being really conscious, say you're really thinking through, really staying calm, 
it's going to take time for your child to learn that. So it's not like, maybe you feel like you've done this from the start. Maybe you feel like you've been calm. Maybe you feel like you haven't lashed out on your child, but they're still doing these things when they become upset. Now, obviously as humans, we have a natural inclination to do certain things when we're upset, but it it can change. It's just, we need to give our child time as well. So if that's you, which I think if it's you, congratulations, you're in a very <laughs> small amount of the population. But if you're not, if you get triggered really easily, if you find yourself doing things that you feel guilty for later, but you can't change them, it isn't too late, but you have to put in the work to understand what your triggers are and understand how to resolve them. And if that's something that you're struggling with, DM me the word triggers and I will send you a free resource that you can work through that can help you with that. Or if you're like, I don't need a free resource. I have lots of free stuff. I struggle (laughs) to go through them all. You know, I am ready for some actual help with it. I can do that as well. But I think taking some time to really reflect on what is my child doing in the heat of the moment? And is that something I want them to continue? I'm going to assume the answer is no. And then thinking about what do I do when I'm really dysregulated? And is that something that I want to be doing? Um, Just today, in fact, I was feeling really frustrated because my kids were extremely whiny and it was constant. And I just want to be like, just stop whining, you know, like just quit. Um, And it was raining and just nothing was helping. And I just kept thinking to myself, if I am impatient, if I am unkind, if I am responding to somebody else's behavior in a certain way, I'm teaching my child to respond that way to other people or maybe even me. And how often do we hear our kids say something maybe to a sibling or a friend or something if your child doesn't have a sibling or to you that might be a little bit rude or unkind and we're kind of like, um, excuse me, try that again. We don't necessarily have somebody calling us out on that sort of thing. We just kind of go off on our own. We maybe yell. We don't necessarily have somebody being like, hmm, I think that was a little much, you know? And so it is really important. It is a big part of our job, I feel like, as parents um, in preventing some of the patterning that maybe we have and kind of changing it and moving forward and not passing that part down to our kids to really be mindful of if my child, if, if I was complaining or whining, how would I want my husband to respond to me to help me if he just says stop whining and walks away will that help me not really you know it's probably going to make me more angry honestly right like if your husband just (laughs) yells at you and walks away or is frustrated by you and walks away like it's not helpful because so much of the time it's not about the other person right it's about other things that you 
are feeling that you've gone through that you want somebody to see through the whining and complaining complaining and to see you and to see your heart and to see that you're just needing some some extra help or some extra connection or some extra love like so often i think just like just give me a hug like that's all i need you know and so i think just taking that to our kids as well being mindful of how we're responding because we are teaching our kids that often by words and not always by what we do but trying to flip that and think like right now in this moment i really want to yell but if i yell at my child they are going to learn when there's frustration when there's impatience you yell and that's how you get things done so when their little brother takes one of their toys or doesn't share like they're supposed to and they're getting frustrated guess what they're gonna do to their little brother yell (laughs) and so just really trying to wrap your mind around the bigger picture um in these moments versus just responding to the behavior where do i want this to go what do i want the long-term results to be do i like the reflection that i'm seeing in my little mirror real quick before you go if you felt encouraged and inspired by listening to this show i'd love for you to leave a rating or review over at apple Podcasts so we can spread the word to help other mamas feel less alone and find beauty in the behaviors You can also take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Instagram stories and take me at Kaylee Josiah and we'll all do a little happy dance together. I love nothing more than to cheer you on along this journey. This work is so hard, but don't forget God has not only called you to it, but he has equipped you for it. Now go get connected. I'll see you next week.